Welcome to the podcast. I am photographer Sid Caesar. I'm designer Dave C. And uh, welcome on this lovely Thursday, April April twelfth. Tw- April twelfth, I think so. Twelfth, 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 twenty seventeen. <clears throat> Having a hard time hearing myself over this music. Twenty eighteen. Oh, I heard a voice. <laughs> who's that? I don't know. Sid, who's that? That is voice. My who are you? Ever lovely wife, Sarah Hello, everybody. It's nice to have you back on the show, Sarah. Thank you very much. I don't know if I've ever actually been on the show. Yes, you yes. have. Maybe you once have, or once, twice. Once I believe you were. We might Perhaps, have to dip back into low. Way she was on back once with I did that Mike Weinstein. Oh, yeah, we need to go back and do the Wayback Machine <laughs> and see what that episode was about, because I, I don't remember. We also have our cat is visiting. We're live streaming this at uh, David's at, uh, on my YouTube channel at, uh, well, if you just go to davidsay.com slash stream YouTube, oh, <laughs> it'll take, us, take you to the channel. But if you're listening to this live, if you can't, if you're listening to the podcast, we recorded this like a week ago at least. Because this is the first <laughs> right. episode. We're re- recording them in batches. Yeah. So um, this will be April 12th. You'll hear this next week. Um, and then, uh, April, then the one after that and the one after that. 19th. Yeah. We'll be on a break probably because I'll be out of the country for a while. Um, oh, right. Yep. Yep. Unless we record a few more of them, then you know, we can. When are you, no, when are you like leaving? I think at the end of, April, end of April, we'll be back in mid, mid-May. Okay. Yep. This is for your dad's birthday, right? My dad's 90th birthday. Wow. Yeah, so there's this huge thing that's going to be happening in Taiwan with like us, only the close friends and relatives, but that's still over 100 people. Wow. It's going to be at this fancy-ass hotel in, in, in Taichung. Wow. So it's like it's, it had a pretty nice Western-style buffet, but you know, there's buffet. Well, <laughs> buffet. There's some reason, like, like my family loves the buffet. <laughs> really? Yeah, and so... Apparently, there was this huge buffet uh, explosion of popularity in Taiwan a few years ago. Everyone was building buffets. And there was like, you know, Chinese-style buffets, Japanese-style buffets, and Western-style buffets. No. Everyone had a buffet. Everyone who was building a new hotel had a, a, buffet. a buffet. And then, so they all started competing with each other. So, But then they all got, well, bankrupted. Or, and it was, it was oh. hard to make a lot of money. Because they, they had, like, fancy buffets. It wasn't right. like... Well, I, I actually like the, our local buffet. Uh, what's China it called? buffet? Is it called Grand Buffet? Grand Buffet. Because there's a few things I can get there. If I'm, if I'm in a hurry and I don't want to pig out, I'll go and I'll just pick the good stuff out, put it in the takeout container. Yeah. And then, you know, it ends up being like about 8 or $9. Yeah, and right. I can get a variety of things. Huh. Without having to like you know, blow thirty or forty dollars to get like three dishes that you know, I don't really want to eat all oh, of them. So anyway, so I'll be gone. Those, <laughs> that period of time. Yeah, yeah. We take my mom there for her birthday every year. Yeah, she, she loves that place. She loves that place. Did she grow up with it? How long has it been there? No. I don't Forever? know. Forever has it been there for as long as? I think only maybe twenty years or so. I mean, that is ki- that is kind of forever, but <laughs> that's a long time. <laughs> so two thousand. Oh man, we yeah. Been, <laughs> I know t- 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 the year two thousand. Y two K was almost twenty years ago. Really? Yeah, and we're still paying for it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Has anything really changed? My computer still doesn't. On, on my car, I noticed that I hit the hundred eighty thousand mile mark, and I keep yeah. forgetting to take a good picture of, of, oh. of it. But, but um, the car I bought the car in two thousand. It's twenty eighteen wow. now, so it's been ten thousand miles a year on average. Okay. Yeah, because I don't commute, so it's, right. it's not like right. a huge. Yeah, it's not back in. Yeah, so it's like under a thousand miles a month. You know, especially late because most of those miles were early on when I had the car. Yep. So um, I've probably been putting like quite a few less miles on it. Yeah. You know, since I started working mostly at home. Yeah. And you you had to put some stuff into it to keep it running, didn't you? Yeah. You yeah. know things like uh, you know things 
rust out, of course, mm-hmm. like new exhaust system, new brakes. There was like one electronic distribution ignition system that went, mm-hmm. um, you know, one or two like fender benders. <laughs> you know, but like I would say, overall, I mean, it's been it's been a great car. There's some rust starting to form it. I've been thinking that. You know, maybe putting in, you know, like several thousand dollars in it to preemptively fix that stuff before yeah. it rusts through. Because yeah. I still like the car. I can't really think of another car I would want to get. Right. I've been looking for the past five or six years. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I really love that car. <laughs> I love its engine. <laughs> it's got this ridiculously large engine for its size, and they don't make this engine anymore. Oh. So uh, oh. It's, I have a, for people who are wondering, I have a GTI, uh, Volkswagen GTI VR6, which is a... Um, the Model 4, I think. That sounds serious. They're up to Model 8 or something like that you know, huh. on this line, of course. So it's um, it's a, a big, burly V6 engine <laughs> that doesn't have all this fancy stuff on it, but it just goes, Bleh! and it just kind of goes. Huh. So it, it's I, I like it a lot. Definitely not like that. But, yeah, uh, April 12th, Thursday. Yes. Already April. So I know. Tax season. Yes. Yep. We don't want to talk about taxes. Okay, we won't talk about taxes. My birthday was last week. Oh, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Yes. How old are you now? I'm 43. 43? That's, oh, that's yeah, crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. When did this happen? On the 4th. Mm. April 4th. Yeah. Yep. That's Groundhog Day Resolutions Review Day number two for the year. Yes. Or four. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What's going on with that? Uh, Groundhog Day resolutions. I yeah. keep changing them. So, for people who aren't familiar with my Groundhog Day resolutions, um, I make my New Year's resolutions on April, uh, February second, Groundhog Day, because on January first, I'm in no condition to make any <laughs> promises about anything. I need a month just to recover from all the stuff that's gone on, and you know, like at the end of the year stuff. Um, but right around February 2nd, you know, I'm thinking, okay, maybe I should do something about it. And it's like, it's a nice pattern with the one, one is January 1st. Yep. And that's when I kind of start thinking about what my goals are going to be. February 2nd, 2-2 two, two is also the Bill Murray Groundhog Day mm. movie. is one of my favorite movies. It's yes. a great movie about, I guess, self-transformation. And being trapped in a time loop. That's cool. <laughs> you know, but also self-transformation <laughs> in a time loop with, uh, who was it, Andy McDowell or no? Yes, was it was Andy it, McDowell. McDowell? Yep, and yep. Bill Murray. And Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Chris Elliott, who we haven't Chris seen Elliott. in a long time. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, so then what I do is, because when you set goals, you need to review them periodically, otherwise you forget. I forget yep. after like two days yep. what my goals were. Yep. So at least monthly, so I can remember, okay, 3-3, three, three, March 3rd, and then 4-4, yep. four, four, April 4th, 5-5, five, five, and so forth until December 12th, which is then a good time to take a break from it all yep. until the next February yep. comes around because like, it's holiday season and yep. you know, all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so much eating to be done. Eating and fatness and yep, sleeping. And and suffering and from diabetes and <laughs> you know, all that kind of thing. <laughs> so, um, so I've been doing these Groundhog Day resolutions for, this is the 12th year, I think. Mm-hmm. And so... It's nothing seems to ever happen, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it turns out there's this evolution of my understanding of what goals are. And this year, I say this every year. This year it seems like I really have them down, mm-hmm. but I can't for the life of you tell them what they are unless I look them up right now. <laughs> but there's there's three general general <laughs> categories. One is the way of Dave, mm-hmm. which is me doing things my own 
the way that I need to do them, the, yeah. my, my way. You have a way of Sid. You have a way of Sarah, right? And as we grow older and wiser, we become more comfortable with the way we're doing things is the way we do them. And, you know, it seems to be working largely well. There's some things we always want to improve, and this is where the Groundhog Day resolutions come in. Or maybe there's something, something new you want to, uh, to acquire, some transformation that you want to undergo. Like, I wish I was more outgoing. Or, you know, I wish I had a side business working so I could bring in some extra cash, and that would take a load off of, yeah. of things. And so, you, like, you set these goals, um, but then you do the, the monthly reviews. But, you know, anyway, I had the Way of Dave, and then I had... Um, the side business, which is the stationary business, yep. where I'm just selling things. This helps bring in, this is my retirement plan. If I can get this thing working to a level where it's bringing in enough money per month that I don't have to worry about like working full time, you know, right. in my old age. <laughs> you um, are an old man. I am, fi oh, I'm 50 years old now. It's like, uh, 50 years it's terrifying. Old. Uh, and then the last thing, which is new wow. this year, which is, is the idea that I actually am building a community or, am, or I want a community. And I can be the person who helps bring part of it into existence. Mm -hmm. And this realization came from the um, the virtual co-working chat room that like I, I set up. And I ostensibly had set up just to play around with YouTube. So <laughs> I wonder if I can get people who are talking on the channel to appear on the YouTube. And it's possible. And I thought, that's cool. So let me just make this my office hours. Like my friend Britt uh, Raybold, who um, she's running for... Um, public office in idaho now oh, wow. but for a time i had uh, asked her to help me as a um i forget what, like a i asked her what an editor did mm. you know and she said well this is what an editor does i says can you help edit me <laughs> like like <laughs> I, I have all this material that i've written and there might be some way of putting yeah, yeah. it into some kind of uh book form i mean there's, there's, there's well over a million words on my website that i've written wow. you know and there's got to be a good 10,000 of them. But what do I, what's the process? Right. So went through the process. I was not very good about following up on it. But she said one thing, which was like, maybe consider involving other people in what you're doing. You know, make a little community out of hmm. it. And I said, that's a terrible idea. I hate people. Bah. <laughs> but then I thought about it. And like invariably says, well, I don't really know that for, for a fact. And Britt said so. And Britt's brilliant. So I should... I should at least try it. <laughs> and so like so, so I, I had open office hours in my, I know this is going along, I, I open office hours in my uh, chat room. And then some people who, had, I mentioned it on my blog, some people popped in and then more people popped in yeah. and more people popped in. I started doing the virtual co-working sessions on YouTube in which I was just basically working and swearing the entire time. And it turns out that people, there's an audience for that. <laughs> people would put me on the back of the first person I heard about actually watching all of them. You know, like there was at least 20 or 30 like you multi-hour long me, things, me just sitting, wow. typing, walking around the room. I had like the wireless microphone set up so I could yeah. roam. Yeah. But, you know, he was, this is Roger in the chat room, and he was, uh, he's a uh, professor of electrical engineering in the Netherlands. Wow. And uh, runs a research group. <laughs> and he says, when I'm grading papers, it's nice to have you in the background. You know, he didn't say swearing precisely, but, <laughs> but making noises. And um, it, it helped him, like, you know, kind of like, yeah, I'm not grading all these papers by myself. <laughs> right. And then I heard that, it's this anecdotally from other people. So anyway, so kind of converging to the present. Um, having this group of people that I hang out virtually um, and then seeing the commonalities that we have and then, you know, them being interested in what I'm doing and me being interested in what they're doing has created more of a context for me to be creative, to follow my way and yep. to share my way, and which is the fourth thing that's new, which is like to share this thing, to put it out there, to make it kind of a, I've been thinking about it as a seed for 
people like us who want to start our own communities. And we've mm -hmm. done this before. I mean, Sarah is doing it now at the universe at the. Uh, uh, I keep you? thinking, who? The New Hampshire <laughs> Institute of Art. The New Hampshire Institute <laughs> of Art, where you are the director of something, um, or the alumni? Alumni and membership coordinator. Alumni. And, so you yeah. can play you director. I thought you said they gave you a director title. You know, use your director title. This is your chance <laughs> to use your director title. You are the director. So, like, it's director and um, so membership and alumni and so and you're arranging all these cool events and you're meeting all these people and they're excited yes. by it and it's a great feeling isn't mm -hmm. it it is a great it's feeling. a great yeah. feeling and sid you have like your when people come over to your thing we used to do the collective meetings yeah uh when people come into your space like you're talking last time about the cosplayers that came in yeah and yep. then they suddenly realized they were with one of their they were among one of their like, <laughs> there's someone here who understands <laughs> and collects <laughs> and you know, so you know, those, that those kind of connections, I think, are important to keep our own creative fires going. Right, right. And so this has been those two: the, the sharing and the creating of the seed. Like, is there a way that we can replicate this for other people who maybe not have stumbled upon this yet, to be able to take some of the our experiences mm -hmm. that have been packaged in some way and says like, oh, this is what these guys are doing. Those guys are yutzes. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> I, all we need is like uh, a microphone and a webcam or we just need a place to meet, like a, a nice Starbucks someplace yep. or, and then someone willing to, be, to act as a host and be interested in what's going on and right. share what is going on with other people. That's really all it takes. Um, you know, in my own experience, like if I get one or two other people if I have three people meeting together, that's like that's like a three or four hundred percent improvement in yeah. my creative, my creative huh. life. The right people. I mean, it can't just be any random right. person, but someone who is doing something, someone who's interested in what you're doing, and uh, that you generally generally enjoy being around. You know, so you're you're one of my three. You know. Um, yeah, and then the, you know, there's other groups that like I have, and there's a co-working chat room. So the more yeah. that they come together, you know, the more potential for creative synergy, excitement, um, just random inspiration. Yes. So the Groundhog Day Resolutions, they've con that's become my business plan. There's a side business that supports huh. what I do. There's the way of me, um, which is a whole bunch of things like this. This is just me knowing myself. This is the context that I have to share. Yep. The, 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 um, my baseline. You can say, I can't say like, this is the way things are. I can say, this is the way I've experienced things. Yep. Let me tell you my story. I'm not going to push my story on you as being the way to do it. Right. I'm going to say, this has been my experience and I had a good time. This has been my experience. I haven't enjoyed it for these reasons. Uh, and then that might open up a conversation with someone else. Mm-hmm. It says, oh, I did something similar. Like, but except uh, I made sure we had ice cream all, at all the meetings. And we go, oh, my God. I'm so dumb. <laughs> we should have had ice cream. <laughs> we should be meeting at that uh, Sub-Zero place where they have the good ice cream. They have licorice ice cream there. Uh, have you not had licorice ice cream? It's amazing. Oh, we need to go. All right. So that was, so we're canceling cheese for lunch. No, go have no, ice no cream ice cream. For, no, I've <laughs> had enough ice but cream. But you know, so the, these oh. kind of sharing oh. of things, because everyone has this trove of information and knowledge. Like I could say to Sarah, Sarah, 
the good hot dogs, where are they? And you might not have an opinion, but you might something might come to mind. Uh, well, my dad really likes this brand. I don't like them. I've never heard of that brand. It's oh, it's an old school brand that I think it's. I think one of his uncle's cousins used to work there and brought them <laughs> home one day, and like he was three, and he really liked them, and so now we have now we have to eat them all the time. <laughs> so some story like that family it tradition just falls dogs. out of, of people. Traditional you know, like, dogs. Like your mom was going to the grand buffet, and that's kind yeah. of hope. What's the grand buffet? It's well, it's this. You know, Chinese place, and then they'll say something like, you know, have you ever read this book called uh, Searching for General Tso? Like, there's this thing about this Chinese restaurants, and I love it. So it goes into this thing, and then it's just like, huh, Chinese restaurants. There's, I saw this thing over there that, like, looked like it would be really cool as a backdrop for, like, my my dystopian, like, toy landscape. It would be all broken chopsticks sticking up, like, jutting things in the background. I could light them in a certain way, and then I could call that Chinatown 2020 or something like that. I know. So these kind of these kind of opportunities is what are what I want to create. Oh, kitty. So that's no, that's Groundhog Day resolutions. Kind of in a very long nut. Ow. Oh, kitty. Cut, kitty. Needs Production cat. claws. Cut. Let's go. <laughs> let's switch over to the uh, chat room view. I don't think anyone's in here. No, no, no. Nobody. No one's here. Oh. That's all right. What's so what do you have on time? Uh, let's see. I don't know. We are. Uh, we are at. The 16 minute mark. Oh. So we've got about uh, 14 minutes. Oh. 13 minutes. So what else is going on? I don't know. Guys? What's going on, Sarah? <laughs> well, I started doing posting things on Instagram personally. Oh, that's right. I started a new um, ph- photography project that's a lot of um, abstractions, and it kind of goes along with what Dave was saying. Um, a lot of people started following me on this completely empty Instagram page mm. and I realized, oh, all of these people are artists and they're posting their art on Instagram. I can do that too. Right, right. And I had been wanting to really start um, doing photography again. Um, so I did. Um, I got a camera in, when did I get the camera? Was it last year? In the summer sometime. I got yeah. a, a camera that I actually felt comfortable using. And yeah, there's some of my artwork there. Yep. So I'm looking at the Instagram um, page. It's uh, Instagram.com slash Sarah Caesar. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about what I'm doing. Um, I'm going to be meeting with somebody soon about how to actually, what language to use to talk about the artwork. Um, it's all abstractions of of nature it's i used to do a lot of landscapes and i'm, I'm mostly interested in um nature stuff mm. but um this is, these are not primarily landscapes it's more um i'm more interested in pattern and um, composition in these mm. so that's that's one of the things i'm working on and i'm really excited about and um and then i'm doing a lot of organizing events for work um over the past Six months or so, I, I did a storytelling festival. Oh, cool! Yeah, last last week, and then in December, I I did a holiday maker fair, um, mm. where we had I think over thirty people selling their artwork in the holidays. Wow! And it was it was really exciting. It was mm-hmm. I was really happy to have that. So, two really fantastic events that I was excited about. Mm. Yeah. So I, I I wanted to start the the storytelling festival. Um, because I'm really interested in people's personal stories. This was all personal stories that people were telling, mm-hmm. um, all things that had happened to them or things that had happened to um, people that they know. And a lot, it was really interesting to see a lot of people had these lingering stories that they had to tell, um, like childhood mm. stories or mm. things that had happened to them during wartime. And it was, it was just a really really fulfilling thing to to be part of they're all based on a theme too right yeah they were all based on the theme of intensity so a lot of them were were 
very emotional stories to listen to also and some were some were sad and some were intensely uh, funny so <laughs> it was great so are you creating a lot of events that you might it might be recurring yearly things or every few years yep so those two are definitely going to be annual events um and then we do a lot of um, professional development events for oh. artists also oh excellent yeah. So we do a lot of things on uh, marketing and branding and um, networking, how to freelance, that kind of thing. So, how to, yeah, so how if, to be an entrepreneur. If I go to the NHIA website, and yes. where can I, is there like a, a page that's like all the stuff that's going on for? Yeah, if you go alumni? to the left. Um, I th- the left? Yeah, all the way to the left in the center of the purple bar, it says something about events. Upcoming events. Upcoming okay. events. Gotcha. All right. Oh, okay. Nice. So that lists all of the events that are happening, that have happened in the past couple of weeks and are happening soon. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have a newsletter or something like that that's available to the public, or is it just the prime? The website is the primary place to go. The website is the primary place to go at this okay. point. Yeah. Okay. I guess newsletters are for old people. Like, like we're old. Well, a lot of my people can be old. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, like, where's my paper that comes? Well, I think so if I you're an alumni or a member, because I get a lot of emails. Yeah, I, I do send out oh, okay, um, okay. monthly email newsletters to those two groups of people. Uh-huh. Sweet. Yeah. Very nice. Hmm. What else? How long have you been doing this? The uh, the alumni um, related stuff. I think since 2015, so about two and a half years at this point. Huh. Uh, so comparing how it was then versus the kind of stuff now, how does anything stand out to you? Like, have We're, you changed as a person or have... Well, if uh, I, I kind of feel like I know what I'm doing now. Yay! That's fantastic. <laughs> so like, I feel a lot more comfortable um, organizing things. Mm-hmm. and I mean, it's, it's always a worry about whether people are going to show up for events and right, what yeah. am I forgetting to do with an event and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. personally, I feel a lot more comfortable That's doing things. And I'm, I'm kind of starting to figure out what people need and want also. So. Oh, that sounds like a great experience. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is a great, it's, it is very fulfilling. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Especially considering this didn't exist before. Right, like yeah, before exactly. you, you created this position. Wow. So you, get to, you got to define the role. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is reaching out to alumni still the hardest thing, like trying to make a database or gather information? Or I've kind of figured out a process now, um, but I just have to keep reaching out to people constantly. It's just mm-hmm. yeah. one of those yeah. things. People yeah. keep moving. We've got an alumni base of around 800 hmm. people at this point. Um, so I have to... Try to keep track of 800 people. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wonder, I wonder if that's a, an element that I'm missing in my own stuff. Because I never reach out to people. <laughs> so yeah. I, I put stuff on the website and says, ah, they find it, they find it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of, like, when I'm talking about things like my side business, I'm not at reaching out to, cl- to customers or trying to you know, engage or even trying to make a nice experience for them. So yeah. Yeah, maybe that's a big part of, of making sure that there's, like, a recurring, well, that there's a growth, growth that happens. Yeah. To be reminded of it. Hmm. Food for thought. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like you do all the stuff too for your stuff constantly. So yeah, but I don't. I don't like. I stick it up online, but I don't like alert people that it's out there. Yeah. You know. Why don't we do that? I don't know. I don't know. I I always don't we do that. What's feel that there's like a I don't know like to me it all feels like cold call selling and I just I've never been into that whole yeah yeah well the way I've approached the cold call is to. 
what a cold call is like you just go into like you don't know the person so i try to get to know the people and and give them ways to get to know me yeah so when i meet somebody it's the, the first encounter is never just you know, so it's like, you know, hi, I'm Dave C. I have this thing, and here's here's a card for it. This is what you should know about. It. Like, a, okay, bye. Yeah, it's like I, I I try to be interested in what they're doing, yeah. and then find some sort of you know, entry into that, even if it's something I have know nothing about. Just asking questions. And I think this philosophy comes from uh, uh, this TV show called Numbers. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> there was a show called Numbers, and there was like it's a bunch of like uh, of uh, it's Judd Hirsch, and then like he had like a super bright son. Judd Hirsch is just hirshing his way around being <laughs> Judd Hirsch. He's, I, I'm, he's a good guy, with a little bit like you know, a little bit confused about life, but he tries his best to muddle through. That's mm-hmm. Judd Hirsch, and uh, and then like the. Um, his son is like this super smart professor. His brother is like this tough cop. You know, they so don't see eye to eye, right? I can't believe you haven't heard of this show. Yeah. So, but anyway, so one of the grad students of the professor, who's like this young professor, is like saying, like, I had to go to this event and like, uh, I don't know how to be interesting, you know? Yeah. I mean, like how many times have you felt? I yes. felt that way. And then like he said, no, the secret isn't to be interesting, it's to be interested. Oh, and so like, and so I've been applying that. So when I go and meet somebody, and I think I'm now I'm naturally interested, you know, just where they came from and where they where they are now and where Mm -hmm. they're going. That's like the baseline of the story that I want to hear from them. And then just asking them that, being interested in someone really opens people up. And then the ones with good hearts, they will then be interested in you. And right, then right. you have the opportunity to say, oh, right. I do these things. And then making <laughs> sure that I have, oh, I've got this, uh, oh, I've got something on me right now. And then you just, or you bring out your phone and you show them something like this. And they might like it, they might not like it. Right. But I, at least I've had a good interaction with someone. I've tried. I learned a little bit of something. Like it may turn out that person is on the opposite end of the political spectrum. Yep. But what I'm trying to find is like, is there something common we have Maybe we both like Olympus cameras or something, <laughs> um, or we like Volkswagens, and you know. Right. So we'll talk about that stuff. We don't need to be like uh, feed off of that one little yeah. kernel of yeah, that kernel of commonality. Of common if interests. We do that, you know. Maybe, maybe we can get through life a little bit with less stress. Yes, that's, that's kind of my my attitude these days yes. about it. Last kitty, yeah, sleepy kitty. Mm-hmm. You understand that uh, you've been watching uh, some movies recently, like a, a new series of them, or an old series? Like I th- You mentioned in one of the last podcasts that you, you and Sarah had started watching something. Was it the superhero movies, or was it John Carpenter movies? Or? Oh, we had been yeah, watching, we yeah, we were going through a John Carpenter Oh yeah, thing. have you finished that? No, no. It's just a constant thing. It's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a never ending We don't, have, John we don't have all of his stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. But now I sort of rewrit the stuff that we had that we watched and then I traded away, like The Fog and oh, yeah. That's right, the the stuff fog. I should have kept. But I have not but, heard of The Fog. No, it's another it like old, the thing, except with fog. It's just yes, it's the fog. <laughs> no, is it? Yes, and there's like a, a woman that she runs a radio program from a lighthouse, and like she can see the fog coming over the water. And yeah. I don't know, I don't know. I like I like John Carpenter. I like his low budget kind of hmm. thing, and usually he can kind of pull it off. Yeah, I think of John Carpenter as being moments of horror gore <laughs> interspersed by lots of landscapes. Yeah, uh, I don't know. 
Well, the thing there are definitely lots of landscapes. Well, that's that's of, the movie I was thinking. Oh, lots yeah, of yeah, snow, yeah, lots of snowscapes. Yeah, and then like there's a ah, skitter, 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 skitter. Yeah. Yes, yes, best practical effects ever, <laughs> ever. That whole movie, just everything in that movie. That oh my god, those creatures are amazing. I haven't seen that. And like, there's the two minute warning. Oh, good. So we'll, we'll, we'll hold off a on minute, um, a minute and a half. So is the is there's a movie called The Stuff? Is that also by John Carpenter? No. No. no, you know the movie. Yeah, I'm I know. About? I don't know. Yes, I know it, but I don't know it. No. Like, I don't know the. I saw it once, it. and it really charmed me at the time. Did it really? Yeah, it was like an '80s horror movie. It was like an early. Yeah, 80s. it had some SNL alums that I was not familiar with. <laughs> um, but I can't. I couldn't. It, it, it was like if you took the thing, you yep. mixed it with the heart of the last Starfighter. Put together what? into a movie and added a little John Carpenter ish magic. Not huh. the not the full strength brand, the last but then you get the stuff. Do you oh. love that? Do you love Last Starfighter? I do love the Last Starfighter. It's yeah. really slow. It's it's a slow burn. <laughs> it's really slow. You don't burn. like the Last Starfighter? Why are we friends? I don't know. I I like it. I I really well. No, I guess I do really. I mean, I've right, seen so, it enough times, but it's like. There's a lot of not of a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Well, yeah. well I think for me, there were, <laughs> one of the draws was it was computer graphics. One of the yeah. very first yeah. pieces, and like yeah. that was like a big yeah. attraction. Like, oh, we can have computer graphics like this yeah. someday. Yeah. And now we can have them on cheap phones. You know, right. But exactly. again, it was like you know, we use a crazy supercomputer to render these frames. Yeah. Rendering is a magical rendering, yeah. technique of blah. You know. And then there's like the, just a general journey. Like you, I'm a misfit. I'm just affected. Yeah. I have one skill. Yeah. You know, you know, the, you know the, the seeds of Ready Player One, basically. Yes. In sure. the last Starfighter. Greeting, Starfighter. You have been recruited by to that defend the cool Star too. League against Zor in the Codan Armada. Yeah, it was dumb, but it was like you. Know, I could I, I could get behind that. <laughs> and Robert know? Preston. Robert Preston was amazing. Centauri. Yeah. I used to not like the character, but now it's everyone get in the we'll car. We'll get into that in the next. Uh, so yes. uh, I'm designer Dave Say. I'm photographer Sid Caesar. And we're with Sarah Caesar. Thanks for will, listening. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next podcast next week. Next time. Yes. Music provided by Michael Bellar and the Azes Ensemble. So you love him at MichaelBellar.com. That's really loud. People on the stream are like, why do they all think you're <laughs> It is super loud. Why is it so loud? I don't know. I told you it was really loud. <laughs> I mean, I think it comes up the recording this way. Oh, do you know what it is? Oh, maybe not. Yeah. So just take the headphones off and we'll be fine. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Chug it, 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 chug it.